And we're joined on the line now by Yaki Salia, who is chairperson of the Institute of Security Studies. Thanks so much for speaking to us this morning. Good morning, Sugina. Thank you for having me. Now, um, Yaki, first of all, um, if we look at uh, the agenda, at least uh, what has been uh, proposed here, uh, the state and peace of security in Africa will top that. And uh, Burundi, uh, no surprises, will be um, a part of the discussions there. But there has been conflicting messages coming out of Burundi. Uh, last week at a briefing, our own um, uh, South African International Relations Minister, Maite Nkwana Mashabane, she said that the Burundian special envoy had told President Jacob Zuma that Nkurunziza might accept 5,000 peacekeepers. But subsequently, um, they have gone back on that and um, they've come out again on that position that they held earlier as Burundi, that uh, they maintain their sovereignty and they do not want these forces. Yes, it's very clear. Also, after the recent visits by the UN Security Council um, to Burundi, that President Kuruzinza does not uh, is not willing to accept um, the the proposed Africa Union mission. You may remember that Susan Rice afterwards indicated that the meeting had not been satisfactory. So, what is going to be interesting to see if the Africa Union at the assembly level takes a decision uh, to impose a peacekeeping force on Burundi. Now, Burundi is a member of, has signed on to the PSC protocol, which means that they themselves have to abide by the article in the PSC protocol that says they uh, will not stand by and will accept intervention in the case of gross human rights abuses and so on and so forth. But this is really a very high bar for the Africa Union to decide uh, to send in a peacekeeping force without the support of the um, of the hosting government. And uh, I think uh, we will have to see where this goes. I, I'm not convinced that uh, Africans are yet ready uh, to, to, to go that step. And besides, do you think that there's a consensus position on this? No, I don't think so. I think that there are divisions um, uh, between African countries and also between African countries and countries in the East African community. You know that um, Burundi has alleged repeatedly that um, neighboring Rwanda is responsible for the training of uh, insurgents and uh, and, and sta- destabilizing uh, Burundi. Um, I think that's more of a diversionary tactic than anything else. But um, that kind of narrative... Uh, clearly feeds into the divisions. Uh, Uganda has not been very uh, successful in the mediation efforts in Burundi, um, and there seems to be an impasse developing. Burundi and uh, President Nkurunziza is not, is not budging, and uh, uh, everybody is concerned about the extent to which what we are seeing in Burundi could really escalate out of control and even develop into the kind of a genocide uh, that happened in neighboring Rwanda and earlier in Burundi some years ago. And uh, speaking of Rwanda, Burundi has accused Rwanda of supporting some of uh, the rebel groups operating uh, in that country. So, you know, as you say, that could have further destabilizing effects. But also you have the United Nations and, you know, they also want to see um, uh, peacekeepers going into Burundi and human rights observers. And uh, it would seem as though the AU is trying to be at the forefront of this, um, uh, trying to keep uh, the um, uh, United Nations at bay at least for the moment? I, I, I think the two are rather working in tandem. Then. Um, what has happened is that increasingly the United Nations defers to African leadership when it comes to conflict prevention and intervention. And the African Union is taking 
Africans is, in my view, largely acting in support of the Africa Union. So any intervention in Burundi would not only require an, uh, an agreement at assembly level, at the summit level within the Africa Union, but it would also require authorization by the UN Security Council. Um, and what the UN Security Council is doing, and there have been discussions in Addis Ababa between these two groupings, the PSC and the UN Security Council, the last week, is uh, the uh, the, Africa, the UN is waiting for uh, uh, clarity on the direction on how far the African Union is prepared to go before it will take any um, unilateral steps. But I think that there's quite close coordination between uh, the PSC and the UN Security Council. Isn't this Africa's opportunity to show that they are able uh, to lead when it comes to conflict on the African continent? I think Africa is showing increasingly that it is in the lead. Uh, Today, in every um, conflict or uh, incipient conflict in Africa, it is Africans that are leading the negotiations and trying to create peace. This is a complete different to, difference to what the situation was five or, or ten years ago when it was all Western and, and other diplomats that came in to come and make peace in Africa. Today, Africans are in the lead. Our challenge is that we uh, need the resources sometimes, uh, particularly financial resources from the UN, um, and we always need a mandate, a legal mandate from the UN Security Council when it comes to intervention. Uh, and and uh, but but increasingly, uh, I think it is African soldiers that are bleeding and dying in Somalia. There is some support from the international community, and it is Africans that are taking the lead in Burundi. So uh, uh, it may be slowly, but uh, uh, Africa really is taking a much more assertive role in. Uh, conflict prevention and uh, conflict and making peace happen in Africa than was ever the case before. And Yaki, besides Burundi, what other security concerns um, of the continent should be high on the agenda at the summit? Well, I think uh, what has happened in the last week, of course, was the devastating attack um, that uh, happened in, uh, in Al-Shabaab on the, on the Kenyan contingent, which has re- uh, resulted in up to 100 um, uh, casualties, uh, fatalities on the Kenyan side and the capture and the withdrawal of some Kenyan troops from a number of bases in Somalia. Somalia remains a problem, um, uh, and, and that will be, will be high up on the, on the agenda. And that, of course, relates to the bigger issue, uh, of what to do about uh, a radical Islam and um, Islamist um, terrorism in the north of Africa, including in places like uh, Nigeria. And I think those are probably the big, the big challenges that, that will be debated. And these are all long-term development and governance challenges. Uh, they are not something that are amenable to short-term um, military solutions, but really require Africans... Uh, to, to take the lead in, in, in development and governance and, and equity in, uh, in, in how we move forward on the continent. Of course, particularly in Libya, we are going to desperately need uh, the, the massive support from the international community. Libya is probably the biggest danger that faces North Africa, uh, given the extent to which um, we see militants moving from Syria, terrorists moving from Syria, into into Libya and the destabilizing effect that this could have in the whole of North Af- North Africa.